Hello everyone and welcome to the CMO Stories podcast, season 2, episode 2. I am still at Web Summit and today I'm very excited to be joined by Megan. Hi Megan, how are you? Hi, thanks for having me. It's amazing to be here. Yeah, it's amazing. Eh? There are so many people here and it seems almost that this year it's a crypto conference. I meet so many people from the crypto space. Yeah. Last year it was more a generic conference. Okay, it's still generic, but, but you see that things are moving. But for our listeners, if you want to know who is Megan, if you don't know her... I think you're also referred to as Crypto Megan. Crypto Megan, that's right. That's what I go by. That's what you go by. <laughs> well, guys, Megan is a high-end crypto and NFT portfolio consultant, and she helps large companies, investors, and celebrities with their Web3 strategy. She's also an investor in crypto and a member of the Bored Ape Yacht Club, Doodles, and World of Women. Wow, Megan, that's uh, people that are that have like uh, a board ape. Yeah. I'm really amazed by that. When did you? When did this begin? Tell tell us a bit about how did your crypto journey start and when did you join like these these NFT communities? Yeah, I, I loved your comment in the beginning. I'd like to reference that about how you see more crypto here at Web Summit because I really noticed that too. I do a lot of Web three, we'll call them native events, but I just was at Money 2020, which is a fintech event, and their crypto you know, track is expanding. And now I see at Web Summit that they're having two days of crypto track and I'm hosting the stage on Friday. It's amazing to see the evolution and the growth. So um, that's been pretty cool. And um, at my journey, I started out, uh, I did a master in Spain in 2009, founded by Google to digitize companies because it was still brick and mortar back then in Spain. I lived in Spain. And then a few years later, they flew out some uh, blockchain developers from LA, where I'm from. And that's where the seed got planted for me. It was like, wow, this is incredible. So really early on, I I had it in my mind. And I worked with a lot of startups in Spain. um, And I've been in Spain for a while. And then now we're in Marbella in the south. And I started, I've been managing my own portfolio. I got really deep into it. I mean, like 10 to 12 hours a day listening for studying and and looking into everything for like the last three, four years. (laughs) And then before that, also some, also, you know, I've been in it for a while. And I decided I'm going to start lecturing for a country club in Marbella. But, you know, it was like a room full of middle-aged white males predominantly, not a lot of women. And as the chats, the um, lectures went on, more women would appear. And uh, I expected there to be like a handful of people. And the very first conference I went to was totally full. So I was like, oh, my God, there's something here. People want to hear about this. People want to learn about this. And then lastly, I decided, you know, this, this information shouldn't be reserved for those at the top. Because that was the Web 2 iteration. I want to help people get involved and learn and advocate for women. And one of the stories that I tell is that, you know, the wives of the men that I was consulting for, I would say, hey, you and I should do something together. And they would tell me, no, I don't do tech. I don't do finances for my husband. And this is something I said in another uh, chat, actually, and I really love it. I said, give me 30 minutes. And it's not 30 minutes to change your mind. It's 30 minutes to plant the seed. Yeah. And man, just their face lights up once they understand what this is all about. And it's just so powerful. So now I'm on a world tour advocating for women in Web3 and educating. Uh, wow. So, yeah. So you're traveling around the world at yeah. this moment. So you came, you were living in LA, if I... No, we live in Spain. I live in Spain. Yeah, yeah. You came from LA. I was in LA, yeah. by the way, two weeks ago, LA and San Diego for the Crypto Business Conference. Oh, where how I was that? That's amazing. From, yeah, it was a small conference yeah. actually organized by Social Media Examiner. I think it will be much bigger next year with marketers, you know, interested in, in Web3. So really oh, yeah. my thing. 
and the best thing was I could connect with speakers. Yeah. And I like that, you know, like here I come connecting with you, with other uh, people from the space. And what I really loved was here that, so I invited you to speak. I think also Richard contacted me, but yeah. you know, that there is really like this community that wants to spread a message. That's that what it's say, about. They yes. said, yes, Yuri, I want to talk, I want to do this interview. And the last years I also did interviews with people, but it was harder to get people, you know, and to get like, like something interesting to tell to my listeners. But this is, I really, when I talk about this, people are really excited. So tell us a bit about the world. What is your, so, so you want to spread the message? Yeah. Women in crypto mm -hmm. everywhere. So now you're in Europe. What are the next stages that you're going to? Yeah. So I've done a lot of uh, conferences in Europe. I mean, we've been in, I don't know how many countries this year. I, <laughs> I haven't counted, but uh, we just came from Vegas. We were at a tour with Kevin O'Leary was there and it was mainly Web3 focused and then Money 2020, which is FinTech. So yeah. I'm actually kind of enjoying going into the bigger tech conferences and bringing the crypto to the tech conferences because I believe one of the most important parts, apart from educating, advocating for women and actually giving them the courage to come forward and take their space at the table, which they right. currently haven't, you know, it hasn't been a part of the last iteration of the way that we did things. So that's super important to me, but also to help brands, you know, and companies and celebrities build in a meaningful way in Web3, get involved in a meaningful way. Right. Because uh, uh, there's been a lot of kind of flops with some of the, the brands and celebrities. So I think it's important to, to actually bridge that gap and connect with them. Yeah, yeah, there are different, there's a the trust, of course. Uh, the people need to trust what happened because they hear a lot of stuff and Web3 is new to many of them and they need someone they can trust. They need to, so they need to know where to go when you hear about NFTs and yeah. so on. They need to understand it. So is there a particular challenge that those women have that men don't have you think because i i see a lot more men in the space than women at the moment yeah i think it's an interesting question i discussed it last night at one of our events and i think that women you know since they previously haven't fulfilled those roles for example one of the conferences i was at was a um iGaming. i was talking casino strategy right. <laughs> the metaverse totally you know very different uh, realms and we were discussing the way that job offers are, are structured and, and messaged. And a lot of times women or minorities or people who don't feel like they check all the boxes won't step up and apply for those jobs because they don't believe they, they can fulfill that role or they deserve it because maybe they don't check all of them. Yeah. So we're talking about we got to restructure the message. We have to have departments that kind of like basically the, the thought is you can't build a diverse product if you don't have a diverse team. Right. Uh, you know, inclusive product. Right. So, so that's super interesting. And also I think women, they're afraid to fail because they think they have one shot. Now that they finally get that shot, I, I see a lot of men, you know, they step up and it's like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And if it doesn't work out, I'll move on. Yeah. But women have that thought, like, I got to get this right. And right. so it's really intimidating. More, more competition also between women or they look at each other because often <laughs> you, you see these habit men. Okay. There is competition, but still it's, it's different. Also, how do you see the link between then Web3 for and like Web2, like social media? Because you need some marketing to get, you know, your Web3 project yeah. to get known. Or do you see other, I would say, channels for that? For Web3 marketing? for Yeah, in general. If you have a Web3 project, if you mm -hmm. have an NFT, if you want for your right. business, you want to stand up or yeah. you have, uh, do you see, are you yourself active on social media, for instance, for your message? I guess you are. Yeah, I think social media, especially, well, I'm, 
I'm more active. So Twitter is more like a, a Web3 space for me yeah. to communicate with the community. But Instagram reaches out more to the mainstream and the masses. So I think different social medias have different purposes. And I really want to appeal to mainstream. I want to show them that it's right. not like, you know, it, it kind of like Starbucks did. Cutting out the lingo of NFT, this, that, like, you know, just kind of like breaking it down from making it easy. Exactly. Yeah. Not talking about this typical technical <laughs> crypto language because then people will be afraid but if you can really instead of talking about an NFT talking about a subscription or make it or simple make it yeah. simple like for instance uh, for the fashion week I was talking to uh, Giovanna from Decentraland uh, in fashion this can also play a big role Web3 but don't talk about like an NFT but explain exactly what it is You mentioned also that you are investing in, in, in some NFTs, that you're a member of the Board Ape Yacht Club. When yeah. did, how did that happen? When did that start? And what is your experience with that? I got in, you know, not in the beginning, beginning, but pretty early on, before all the hype, before all the celebrities, when it was just, it was like the last NFT bear cycle, we'll put it, okay. right? And so, like, it was down and dreary, and I was like, man, you know, I see the potential here, and you want to know why? It's because, one, I had been in the Discord hanging out, and, of course, it's like a very male-dominated, like, yeah. people calling me bro and homie, even though yeah. my name's Megan. <laughs> and so I but I saw something there what I saw was a bunch of grown men making ape sounds yeah and oh. I was like what this is and they weren't worth much at that time so I was like man how can they get so excited about something this is bigger than anybody really can imagine because if they're rallying around a brand in this way and they feel so connected to this brand that they're going to spread that brand's message without the brand paying them to do so I mean that's huge so I saw real potential there and I started talking to the guys in the country club about it banging yeah. on the tables yeah. like guys look at these monkeys yeah. Yeah. you gotta pay attention and they're like this girl's crazy but you know four lectures later they a lot of them bought them And, you know, it's starting to take off and it just became, you know, bigger than any of us ever thought right. it would be. So, yeah, what was, uh, in what time was that? What was the, the year that you did that? Is it long, long ago? 21, yeah. 21. I mean, they, yeah. it's only okay. been around for a year and a yeah, half. Yeah, I was thinking because in crypto, it, you know, the time goes so fast. <laughs> I mean, they, they came out, you know, April 2021. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, so. I thought it was early. Yeah, but I th that was a moment, you know, but <laughs> yeah. COVID was still there. A lot of yeah, people. Yeah. I was also looking at it, but it was for me just a bit too early to yeah. say, what is this? And yeah. then you, you need to act at the moment. And But you have been in, in crypto already for That's some right. time. That's right. I had a long background, long history of crypto. So for so me, it was natural to transition. To do this and to understand. Yeah. Uh, what is happening and now do you see this because now Web3 you know you see the Rockner hype curve there is a bit of like crypto is in, in like the deceptive phase what they call it but Metaverse still in the beginning how, how do you see where we are now and, and where it will evolve well I like to break it down by numbers so people understand right um, first the technology adoption curve it's the fastest in history since the internet itself right so we're about 300 million crypto users now by the end of the decade we should expect to be 3.4 billion users according to this curve so um very nascent very young obviously and nfts even more young like when the the beginning of the internet itself probably is what you can compare it to but it, we're just scratching the surface and it's so it's just so exciting to be a part of like the initial movement and the initial momentum and that's why i think as creators as marketers as people in the industry we have the responsibility to propel that narrative you know mm -hmm. in a meaningful way that people can like latch onto and understand so i see a lot of you know a lot of things where people are pumping coins or this that i just want people to be able to trust the message being spread yeah. and get involved and and feel like they're a part of the community right 
community it's I think on, on Twitter I think about Twitter I think also Discord mm. is that a place where you're active too or you would advise people to go on Discord I used to be and in the beginning it was a little bit you know what I liked about Discord in the beginning when you're learning about crypto is you literally can jump on ask anybody for help if something has gone wrong or you can't figure something out and so many people will help you it's incredible so but sometimes it can feel a bit overwhelming what I prefer is like you know Twitter I have private Twitter, Twitter groups so I'm in okay. a board ape ladies group for example right. there's 70 of us there who are in Board Ape Yacht Club okay. and we all help each other. There's the World of Women private chats, Twitter spaces. I think that's a good way to gauge. Right. Yeah. For instance, I am in the Rice community by Mark Schaefer. Is it non-marketer also yeah. from the US yeah. and I know I mean I, I bought this rally coin when he creator coin when he started and so I organized for him for the marketers in the group mm -hmm. it was like I think, I think 80 70 people perhaps 100 now and then events in the metaverse That's cool. And then we had like cool. TED Talks, like uh, oh mini metal talks. So That's I invited amazing. people to come there and to give like five minute talks. And so even everyone is listening in a safe space, you yeah. can, you can. And that's engaging. Stuff. That's what we talked about. Engaging. Short and sweet. Right. We did that short and sweet. Mm. So it was like a few talks, then going from one space to the other keep everyone active. See, that's so, a good idea because Twitter spaces, man, I got on after one of the events that I did last, last month in Vegas. And we started at 10 p.m. to talk about the event. I mean, they're so engaged. It's crazy. And three hours later, they still wanted to keep going. I was like, guys, I got to go. And it was almost like I'm busting the party out, you know? It's like... Well, the, well, the same thought... thing. I did the event. You know, you have the speakers that come on stage. So first, of course, I have with every speaker, we discuss with them. I had like a room, a space per speaker. So every speaker could like put things on the wall and prepare cool, his own cool. room. And then we went from one room to the other. The only thing is, if people that are listening want to do the same thing, be sure that you protect your room, that you cannot have other people coming into the room and putting spam everywhere. Yeah. Because there was one room where I hadn't got the admin rights. And so we just, half an hour before we started the event, there was like spam everywhere. Oh, no. So it exists there too. <laughs> so the community building there was really great but also because we have the discord and i like the discord if it's not so big if yeah if like... it's not a massive impersonal one then it's right good. and if you have a good structure in yeah. it and, and but twitter yeah twitter is still for me please if, if you would advise or the women that you advise mm -hmm. for men is twitter the main social media to go yeah. for and that three would you say i think it depends on the community like for women of course men as well there's some amazing men in this discord but obviously the world of women that i'm part of and boss beauties those who are very like nice places people have very interesting conversations they're very helpful very supportive they vote like top community you know voice they, they, they're very all about the community so those discords are great but otherwise I think Twitter is is a really engaging place to get involved and maybe Elon you know yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's gonna make it even We better don't know what, what what is happening but I think it's really interesting because I like changes because yeah. this creates opportunities of course yeah. yeah I see also on LinkedIn people posting about Web3 it's a bit everywhere so even on TikTok so I've started also a TikTok account yeah you gotta like, be everywhere you know yeah like, like uh, it's really amazing all these all these um, opportunities so I also something that I was thinking you know all these NFTs if someone wants to do an NFT project is the design of the NFT really important if you look for instance at Moonbirds when you compare this to the board Ape Yacht Club or something mm -hmm. else that's what I'm wondering because people change their profile picture 
with the NFT. Yeah. So is it important for people is, or are more like, you know, uh, the services, the, the things that you get if you buy the NFT imported? How do you... It's the utility of it. Yeah, That's utility. an interesting question. I thought a lot about it and I did think a lot about Board Ape Yacht Club and why people identify so much. Yeah. Because, you know, it's just a code basically for a membership. But what makes it unique is not only the membership itself and the exclusive access things, but you identify with your ape. You know, you identify with your NFT. And so, you know, I've got my NFT on my jacket right now, my yeah. world of women. Like, I think it is important in that way because it gives them something special to kind of like to get behind, like their identity. I, yeah. You know? So, so, I, so I, yeah, that, that's because... I think people like like people like wear clothes. You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> some like, people like like to have collections, and you can have the boat collections, and then you get some goodies or. or, 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 or I think I think it's interesting. I do think it's important in, in a way. I think uh, you know not everything will need to have that element, but like for for some of them it, it is important. And it's funny you bring up Moonbirds because Justin uh, Rose he actually hired a whole team to make them very diverse and inclusive yeah. so he he like hired people from all different backgrounds yeah. to like help him with the design of them and i know that it's it's pixelated it's different but um, i think they're still trying to have that element yeah, of it's, uniqueness it's, it's unique that's if you want to be unique yeah <laughs> then that's uh, a good thing to go to now your name is crypto megan so you are an investor also in crypto what do you think about the current market because people are a bit like afraid to you know should i invest in crypto it's uh, it's not an advice that you give but just your view of how you see things going my view is that it's one of the best five buying opportunities in bitcoin's history i call it the golden zone you know and meaning the golden zone that anywhere in this zone in the history of bitcoin has historically been an excellent buying opportunity so you right. know i understand people the fears of the economy i understand that things are geopolitical tension um but i also have to kind of look at the charts and what they're telling me is that we're kind exactly. of you know extreme bottom not extreme bottom but extreme on the indicators we're all on extremes very low volatility Um, the lowest volatility in October since the history of Bitcoin. So, you know, some things are bubbling. I, I'm, I'm laddering in at these stages. I just had a client call yesterday and my clients are, are you know, very optimistic. Um, and I think it comes with more of like the background behind understanding the cycles and, and how things work. Exactly. Of course, we could have black swans. Things could be bad. But, you know, right now the charts tell me and the history of Bitcoin tells me that it's a, a good area to average in. You right. Know? Exactly. If you understand what crypto is, yeah. if even if I would have understood it like years ago, or, okay, I understood it, but I said, does it make sense? Or, there need to be enough people to believe what it is. And yes. if people say that Bitcoin holds value, mm. then of course it will go up. And it's there's still so few people. Yeah. And it's still I mean, growing. If, if you believe it's going to continue, and then yes. what does it matter if it's 19, 16, that, if that, it hits that. there? I actually went on record. I said I believed it bottomed out at 17.5. You know, um, that was about 130 days ago. And so I've been monitoring it since then. And of course, it could go lower, yeah. but it always can go lower. But if you believe in, in the trajectory of Bitcoin and like where it's it's headed, then you know, it doesn't really matter. It has really better. Yeah, it's also when you look at the stock market. So I am early and I'm still looking at how, you know, investing in, in, in all the cryptocurrencies because you have Bitcoin, but you have so many others. Yeah. <laughs> but I know technical analysis and I use it for stocks and so on. It's and a good stocks. tool. Every time that there is like something happening, you know, when COVID hit or when external events happen, and uh, the stock market goes down there were like stocks falling i said but this is not logical why would like a business that that sells food 
drop in price. That's what it is. Not logical. It's bought, human emotion. And I bought then at the bottom. That was the one time <laughs> I really bought nice. at the bottom. Like things. This is not logical. And yeah. then it went like like yeah. a V. So I think for crypto market is the same thing on the long term. If you see what were the buying opportunities, then right. it, it, it should be now. So you are investing in crypto. Are you focusing on like the bitcoins and the ethereums of the world without, without giving advice or name but are <laughs> no, you yeah, not at, advice at... just uh, what i'm doing um you know i i hold a lot of ethereum because i you know i'm heavy in nfts and and i really love ethereum but um you know my first my first big investment in the back of the last bear market was cardano and i got in very very low i did a 65x in about a year and Whoa. a half on cardano and my whole thing is getting in early set it and forget it you know, like you can trade if you want to trade. That's great. But if you want to invest in early in things, just let it ride its course. Get in at the end of the bear market or, or low prices, kind of where we are now and laddering in. And I'm just, you know, going into the ones I believe have future utility and are going to be disruptors. And I'm going to let it play its course. Right. So you I'm not going to try to time the market. No, so. you look at its future utility. Too. And where do you get your information from? Because mm -hmm. people, you know, <laughs> scammed or they all, there's so much noise and what to do and lots of these coins are perhaps worthless yeah, so yeah, yeah. how do you select those do you are you going to discord or to the spaces or what, what yeah well right now i'm going directly to the source so like since i'm doing this world tour i actually have access to all of the founders and the people behind the scenes and the people who are actually making things move and i directly interview them i talk to them i ask them what's going on in your team what does the trajectory look like and so um you know not all of them some of them you you put lower allocations to the higher risk ones you know that's just allo allocation and portfolio percentages you know the, the higher risk ones you put lower percentage and you understand the risk and then you go for those the you know the more solid projects that have a solid team that are building big things and you see them progressing even the bear market so. awesome last question because we need to leave here yeah. at web summit megan if people want to connect with you what would be the best way yeah i'm on social media on crypto megan um on instagram crypto megan on twitter and also i'm revamping my youtube page and i'm starting a podcast uh by the end of the year i'm gonna have some industry leaders on probably kevin o'leary is one of them confirmed um and some mainstream more celebrities and things like that talking about entering the space it's gonna be entertaining and uh thank you so much for having me We're really Thank great you. host. Thank you so much, Megan. And guys, if you like this podcast, if you got value out of this podcast, Megan give a lot of advice, a lot of tips, a <laughs> lot of info. I learned a lot myself. So be sure to share it with your friends with, and uh, also be sure to follow the podcast. And I would like to see you for the next episode. Bye. Hey, if you missed anything, we took all the notes for you on web3.net. The link is also in the podcast description. And also be sure to check out our NFTs on cmo-stories.uncut.fm. And of course, if you like to be connected with me on social media, you can find me on Twitter or on Instagram or on LinkedIn. Just find me with my username, Yuri Belast. And of course, I hope to see you back for the next podcast episode. Take care.